Welcome to Things Leaders Do, the podcast that uncovers the secrets of becoming an extraordinary leader. If you're a leader who's constantly seeking growth, inspiration, and tangible ways to level up your leadership, then you've come to the right place. Remember, the world needs exceptional leaders, and that leader is you. Now, here's your host, Colby Morris. Welcome back, leaders, to the TLD Podcast. I'm your host, Colby Morris, and today we're picking up where we left off last week, delving into a more advanced guide on a topic that's crucial for leaders, Key Performance Indicators, or KPIs. I've successfully used KPIs to to measure our success, or better yet, to help create success, literally everywhere I've been. I know they work because I've seen them work. While we've covered the basics before, today's episode is for those who want to elevate their KPI game, fine-tune their relationship approach, and extract maximum value for these performance metrics. I'm dividing this podcast into four parts to help us navigate, and I'm going to provide various examples to try to provide some clarity around each one. First, we need to cover some vocabulary so everyone is on the same page. New leaders, this is specifically for you. Let's clarify the difference between strategic objectives and operational objectives. Strategic objectives are the the long-term goals that a business aims to achieve in order to to support its mission and and its vision. Operational objectives are the short-term goals that a business sets in order to achieve its strategic objectives. So strategic objectives are typically broad and aspirational, while operational objectives are more specific and measurable. Strategic objectives are often set for a period of like three to five years. You'll often hear of a company's five-year strategic goal or their strategic plan. On the other side, operational objectives are typically set for a period of a year or less. Here's an example of a strategic objective and an operational objective for a business. Strategic objective, increase revenue by 10% in the next fiscal year. That's a broad goal with really nothing else attached to it. Operational objective, however, would be like launch a new marketing campaign to target potential customers in a new market. Now, KPIs are metrics that a business uses to track its progress toward its objectives. Note here, KPIs can be used to track both strategic and operational objectives. Here are a few examples of KPIs for strategic objectives. Uh, Revenue growth, market share, customer satisfaction, and employee engagement. Again, they're broad and not really broken down into specifics. Examples of KPIs for operational objectives would be uh, like the number of leads generated or conversion rates, uh, website traffic, customer churn rate. So how do we set KPIs for strategic objectives? When setting KPIs for strategic objectives, it's important to choose metrics that are aligned with the overall goal. For example, If the strategic objective is to, say, increase revenue, then some relevant KPIs would be 
revenue growth, market share, and say customer satisfaction. All right. Hopefully we have clarified that. So let's get straight into part one of the four parts. And part one is mastering KPI selection. For experienced leaders, it's not it's not about just any KPI. Okay. It's about selecting the right ones, the ones that truly drive our organizations forward. Your first actionable step here is to create strategic alignment. Let's dive deep into this. For myself, one area that I set our sights on in enhancing leadership development programs with the companies I work with, the various KPIs for that would include metrics like uh, leadership training completion rates, uh, post-training feedback scores, and, and leadership impact assessments. Each of these KPIs directly influence our strategic objectives of developing exceptional leaders. Another example, suppose you're leading a manufacturing company. In this case, your strategic KPIs might include metrics like uh, production efficiency, defect rates, and on-time delivery performance. These KPIs align with your long-term goal of optimizing manufacturing operations. If you're a leader in the healthcare sector, your strategic uh, KPIs could encompass something like uh, patient satisfaction scores, uh, patient wait times, or hospital-acquired infections. These KPIs directly contribute to the overarching mission of providing high-quality patient care. Your section, second actionable step here is to use learn. I'm going to try that again. Your second actionable step here is to use leading indicators. Let's talk about leading indicators. Uh, a leading indicator is, is a predictive metric or a, a measure that provides early insights into future performance or trends within a business or industry. <laughs> Let's simplify that. Uh, a leading indicator is a sign that helps predict future business performance or trends. How's that? All right. Imagine a leader in the financial industry. Instead of merely tracking lagging indicators like quarterly profits, they dive deeper. They choose leading indicators such as economic trend analysis or customer sentiment indications, uh, market vol. <laughs> I cannot talk. And market volatility indexes. These metrics provide early insights into economic shifts. It allows the leader to make proactive investment decisions, adjust portfolios, and seize emerging opportunities. Other examples in the financial world of uh, leading indicators could include metrics like uh, consumer sentiment indexes, which provide an early indication of shifts in consumer uh, behavior and even their spending patterns. See, by monitoring these indicators, financial leaders can adjust investment portfolios uh, proactively. For leaders in the retail sector, leading indicators might involve analyzing foot traffic data, online engagement metrics, and, and even uh, social media sentiment. These indicators provide insights into changing consumer preferences, and they can inform inventory 
and marketing strategies. So, so why do any of this? You do it because you need to see something improve in your business. Usually it's something pretty important. One of my favorite uh, Peter Drucker quotes is what gets measured gets improved. We're going to measure something that we want to see be improved. All right, let's move on to part two. Implementing KPIs effectively. Now, seasoned leaders understand that it's not just about setting KPIs. It's about executing them flawlessly. Your actionable step number three here is to cascade KPIs. For instance, an experienced leader will strategically select uh, KPIs to assess the, the impact of a particular program. One company I worked with last year, they wanted to increase productivity in the manufacturing arm of their business. To ensure the KPIs really permeated the entire organization, we cascaded them. We set the KPIs to align with their organizational goals. So every leader, every manager, every frontline employee has KPIs that directly contribute to our larger mission of increasing productivity. Okay. Suppose you're leading a, a global tech company. You've identified some KPIs related to, to product development efficiency. These KPIs should cascade down to each product team where product managers and engineers set their KPIs in alignment with the broader objectives. Or let's say you're in the education sector. Your strategic KPIs for improving student performance should cascade to individual teachers and classrooms. Teachers can establish KPIs tied to student progress, creating a, a direct link between uh, classroom actions and the, and the overarching educational mission. Your actionable step four is implement continuous monitoring. In the technology sector, a seasoned leader knows that real-time data is essential. They, they implement and advance monitoring tools and systems that provide up-to-the-minute insights into things like web traffic, user behavior, or um, product performance. By continuously monitoring these KPIs, leaders can, they can identify issues as they arise, immediately address them, and, and seize emerging opportunities. This agility gives them that, that competitive edge. If you're a tech leader, you might utilize real-time monitoring of, of website traffic to detect anomalies or, or spikes in user activity. This, this data can trigger immediate responses, such as uh, scaling server resources during traffic surges or addressing security threats promptly. In the retail sector, real-time inventory tracking allows leaders to, to manage stock levels efficiently. When inventory reaches a, a predefined threshold, automated alerts can trigger uh, reorders or adjustments to prevent stockouts. W. Edwards Deming said, In God we trust, all others bring data. You see, you can use the numbers to make your company better, to make it run better. 
And again, this is all real-time monitoring. Another piece is that you should make every assurance that the KPI is measuring when you set it up to be measured. If it's quarterly, you have to record that number or numbers for the quarter. If it's monthly, you do the same. All right, let's get into part three, leveraging data for informed decisions. For experienced leaders, KPIs are not just numbers. They're invaluable insights that inform our strategic decisions. Your actionable step five is to create a data-driven culture. I work with a lot of very experienced leaders. One thing we all understand is that fostering a data-driven culture is paramount. We encourage our teams to, to analyze KPI data to uncover patterns and trends. By regularly conducting data-driven reviews, our teams identify opportunities uh, to tailor development programs, enhance operational methods, and make informed decisions that positively impact operational effectiveness. For example, in a healthcare leadership role, a data-driven culture can involve regularly analyzing patient outcomes and treatments, efficacy. By examining this data, healthcare leaders can identify areas for improvement in, in care delivery and patient outcomes. Or, this one's different for leaders in, in the energy sector. A uh, data-driven approach might mean analyzing production efficiency, uh, metrics and environmental impact data. By understanding the correlations between these factors, leaders can make informed decisions about uh, sustainable energy practices. All right, actionable step six here is to use predictive analytics. See, in the, in the fast-paced world of e-commerce, a seasoned leader employs predictive analytics. Why? Because they leverage historical KPI data, such as customer purchasing behavior, website traffic, and product demand for, for future trends. By, by doing this, they can proactively adjust inventory levels, launch targeted marketing campaigns, or even optimize supply chain logistics to meet anticipated demand. That helps you stay one step ahead of the competition. For example, an e-commerce leader might use predictive analytics to forecast seasonal demand for specific products based on historical data. This allows for timely stock replenishment and targeted marketing efforts. When I was the CEO of a retail furniture company, we knew that the summers were slow and the holidays were hot. We used previous year's data to understand when to really push the marketing and when to increase those stock levels and when to reduce the levels or when to increase staffing. If you're in the hospitality industry, predictive analytics can uh, anticipate peak booking periods. Hotel leaders can adjust pricing and staffing levels according to optimize revenue and, and guest satisfaction. Albert Einstein said, information is not knowledge. The only source of knowledge is experience. And that's what 
those numbers give us. They give us the experience, the knowledge to be able to make better decisions. Okay, stay with me. This is the final segment, part four, adapting and evolving. Experienced leaders like us know that the business landscape is ever-changing. Our approach to KPIs should be dynamic. So your actionable step seven, have agile review cycles. Consider a seasoned leader like myself here at Next Step Advisors. We recognize the importance of agile review cycles for KPIs. We conduct weekly reviews. We analyze KPIs related to program effectiveness, participant engagement, and leadership impact. If a particular KPI suggests that a program is off track, we can adjust content. Uh, We can adjust delivery methods or or coaching strategies swiftly, ensuring participants get the most value from our programs. An agile review cycle in, say, Uh, the software development industry, would involve continuous testing and feedback during the development process. Teams review KPIs related to bug fixes or or feature completion and user feedback to make real-time adjustments. In the nonprofit sector, agile review cycles can apply to fundraising campaigns like regularly reviewing KPIs related to donor engagement and campaign performance. That allows nonprofit leaders to tweak messaging and strategies to maximize donations. So your final actionable step, number eight, is encourage continuous learning. In the realm of education, a seasoned leader encourages a culture of continuous learning around KPIs. We organize regular workshops and training sessions, equipping leaders with advanced data and analysis skills. As a leader, you can empower your team to extract uh, deeper insights from program KPIs. You can tailor coaching methods to individual needs and ultimately drive higher participant satisfaction. In an educational leadership role, continuous learning can involve training teachers and administrators in data analysis techniques. Educators then use uh, KPI data to identify areas where where students need additional support. Uh, That leads to, what, improved academic outcomes. Or, again, maybe in the manufacturing sector. Continuous learning might focus on training employees to understand and interpret production efficiency KPIs. That knowledge enables the workers to suggest process improvements and contribute to enhanced overall performance. One of the greatest coaches of all time, John Wooden, uh, I think he said it best when he said, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Reminds me of a teenager. So leaders, you've mastered the art of leadership, and now you're mastering the art of KPIs. Remember, it's not just about the numbers. It's about driving meaningful results and continuous improvement. I want to thank you for joining us on Things Leaders Do. Uh, Please, if you find this podcast valuable, please subscribe, uh, rate, and review. We're only 10 episodes in, and there are a lot of leaders we still need to reach. So continue to lead with passion, 
purpose and a commitment to using your KPIs as your uh, compass on the journey to success. Why? Well, because those are the things that leaders do. Thank you for listening to Things Leaders Do. If you're looking for more tips on how to be a better leader, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and listen to next week's episode. Until next time, keep working on being a better leader by doing the things that leaders do.